Hello, it is December 19th, 2019. This is Loose Screws. I am your host, Ty Worsham. With me is the one, the only Dravenos. What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm doing well. My girlfriend, however, either has the flu or strep or possibly a plague. So... <laughs> I guess you could actually argue the flu is the plague, but anyway, she is not doing too good, not feeling good, so we're recording a little later than normal in the evening, because I was trying to get things arranged a little bit. Um, I wanted to talk about what we're doing next Friday, so, so a little bit of programming note. Next Thursday, there will not be an episode. That's because next Friday, December the 27th, at 7.30 Central Time, we are doing our very first live stream. Oh, dude, I am so looking forward to this. And by the way, guys, for those of you who have not listened and do not know, we are going to be doing this on twitch.tv slash tiervol. That is T-Y-R-V-O-L. That's my uh, commander name. So um, we're going to be doing it there and... uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so kind of kind of give you an idea of what we're planning to do. Um, starting at 7.30, I have a statement that I've prepared that uh, I want. 7.30 CST. Yeah, Central Make Time. Sure Central time. So it's going to be 8.30 Eastern Time. Yeah, yeah. But Central Time is the only time that matters. So everybody needs to set their <laughs> clocks at Central Time. That way Ty knows what time it is. <laughs> Um, just in case there are any of our listeners that have been to my stream, uh, I will be hosting Ty stream. And if he decides to end it early or if it's earlier than what I feel like getting off, I will continue it over at my stream, but that's not important right now. We will announce that via the stream when it happens and if it happens. Yep. So, um, I want to talk about like a little bit of, uh, cause everybody's been kind of asking me, what are we doing? What are we doing? So I, I want to kind of talk what we have planned real quick. So, um, I got a statement I'm going to read and, uh, it's kind of a heartfelt thing. So just, um, you know, break out the napkins and, uh, handkerchiefs and crap. But anyway, you should have warned me before we started recording, dude. I know. I know. <laughs> um, it's okay. I'm wearing a hoodie. We'll be fun. <laughs> So before the craziness begins, we'll talk about, like me and you will be in here, we'll talk about the year, uh, what's coming next year. Uh, we're going to have like a like a small kind of typical loose screw show, uh, probably be about 20, 30 minutes. Um, during that, um, people who join us, I have some free games to give away. They're only Steam games. Um, that's the only way I can get free games right now, but... Uh, Sorry, console guys. Sorry to anybody that doesn't use Steam. Uh, I mean, hey, that's all we can really say about it. Hey, if you're in the Discord channel, then you have a chance to win one of these things. So I'm going to use real technical. I'm actually going to break out the old 20-sided dice, and I'm going to pick, make everybody pick a number, and I'm going to roll the 20-sided dice, or two 20-sided well, dice, depending on how many well, we'll we need. So. Yeah, seeing as how you brought up our Discord channel, I just want to go ahead and throw it out that that is a pinned tweet on our Twitter loose screws ed so make sure you're following that and make sure you're getting this discord guys so you can have a chance to win some free games yep um so once we kind of get done with uh the little mini show that we're going to do um what i want to do is i want to kind of talk 
what we're gonna me and Draven knows we're gonna move down to the to the voice the main voice channel and it might be a little 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 crazy every now and then but um, I want to basically just talk with everybody just kind of have like a big old round table about elite and frontier and everything else kind of hear everybody's take on everything if, you, if anybody wants to talk that's a good opportunity to, to, to talk you can talk to us then you can always talk to us in, in discord anyway but uh, that'd be a good chance to kind of meet up but what we're going to be doing in game because this is to me kind of the cool part this is where the craziness is so we will we will be meeting up in open mode on pc at the epsilon indie system now this is a personal kind of favorite system of mine uh, and and let me interject real quick and say this is open mode on pc because neither ty or myself play on consoles sorry console players we really can't do anything about it with our current situations and everything like that. We hate to leave you guys out, but it's just something that happens. So forgive us, but if you play Elite on PC, just hop in the Discord and meet us here. And if you play on the console, just hop on the Discord and go to Epsilon Indie and take screenshots and post them in Discord. And because uh, that's what we're going to be doing. We're all, uh, you know, get your ships decked out as pretty as you want them to be, and we'll meet up there. Um, we're going to meet outside of Schneider Relay. Now, that's a Coriolis starport there. And what we'll do is we'll we'll fly out about 10 kilometers from the mail slot. It's kind of like in front of the mail slot. Um, if we have issues where people get there and they're not instanced with us, we will I will invite you to wing, and you'll FSD out, FSD back in, and that should put you in the same instance, and then we'll uh, de-wing from there. But we'll sort that out, out as we go. Uh, depending on how many people show up, the plan is to kind of do one or all three of these. Uh, one is to do some CQC. Uh, we were kind of reading, and basically if we get, what was it, was it 12 or 20 people? It's either, it's it's 12 people free-for-all, or okay. 4v4 TDM CTF. Okay. Okay. So basically, so, if, if, yeah, pretty much what it boils down to is it's just like, depending on the amount of people we have, if let's say we have above 20, then Ty and I will kind of break off into separate Discord channels and then we'll both just kind of head off a free for all and have some fun with that. If we don't have that many people, then we'll play against each other and just, you know, shoot the shit. And if you guys don't want to do CQC, because so the, the thing is that if you have a group of people, the way we understand it, if you have a group of people queue at CQC really close together as far as time goes, then you should all end up in the, C, in the same CQC uh, group together. So that could be fun. If for some reason that doesn't work, uh, then what we'll do is we will, or if people just don't want to do CQC, I thought we could do some dueling, basically. Uh, we turn off uh, report uh, 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 crimes against me and come at each other and first person to like 25% hole or something uh, loses. Um, and then once we kind of get tired of doing this, um, we will play kill the big ship. And everyone is going to go and get an unengineered sidewinder, unengineered sidewinder. I must stress that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, come and kill me in the vet. 
Uh, oh, dude, that's the thing to me that sounds like besides CQC, the unengineered Sidewinder versus the Corvette. It sounds like it's going to be so much fun if we can pull it off. Now, what we'll do there is uh, we may have to change uh, systems there because I can't remember if there is a uh, asteroid ring in uh, Epsilon Indy. But if not, I think there's one one jump away. But anyway, we'll, we'll figure that out when we get there. But we will do it in an asteroid field. And... Um, yeah, that's oh what we'll do. God, that makes it so much better. <laughs> I think it'll be cool. Just because, like, there's hiding spots behind asteroids and things like that, and you have to dodge those. Oh my God, it's gonna be so good. Yeah, there's gonna. I'm there's... really looking forward to doing this with us, with you, and with with our listeners. Yeah, if you are in the, um, if you're in Europe, because I know. Um, Speaking of which, let me let me just tell you this real quick. I was meaning to tell you this anyway, but I want to let me just tell you. Let me let me just let me just educate you real quick. <laughs> but you tell sir, please. Twenty six percent of our listeners, so a quarter of our listeners, are in Europe. Fifty five percent is in America. But hello to our friends across the pond. How are you? But um, if you're in Europe, um. I will be on, and you, and you can't make it to this one because it's super late. Um, I will be on uh, early Saturday morning, which will be later Saturday afternoon for you guys. Uh, probably like around uh, 10 or 11. And if we have people interested, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hang out and do a little uh, uh, CQC or dueling if we got enough uh, people to do it. If not... And we'll have to catch you guys next year when we do this again next year. So. Well, I mean, mind you, I will try to be in this Saturday thing. It just depends yep. on what's going on within my household at that point in time. Oh, yeah, I got you, man. But I will definitely try to make it to both because um, I don't want to exclude our European guys. Like, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Oh, definitely. Sorry, Trax is messaging me, and I have to... <laughs> I, I was wanting to see his, his Trax's wife had, uh, you know, Trax is, is a friend of the show and, and whatnot. His, his wife had some oral surgery yesterday. I was just checking in on his wife. So I hadn't seen him online today. So, um, man, All right, well, before we get into the news and everything that's going on via elite shall I mentioned our newest followers via yep. Twitter. Yep. Oh, oh well, let, me, so, let me say this real quick. Um, I'm going to post in our Discord show notes channel. I will post the details and the link to the live stream. Uh, that way people can go ahead and follow me and stuff while we're in there. And we'll go from there. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Go for it. All right. So. Once again, mentioning the Discord, we have a pinned tweet on our Twitter, at ed that has a link that leads you to our Discord, so you can join us and follow us there and hang out with our entire Loose Screws community. There are a bunch of awesome people in there, and it's just a really good time, and we want to continue to grow this community. So if you want to hop in there and help us continue to grow, please do so. But for this week... We want to give shout-outs to Gene the Bee, Iron Beagle 17, Alto Consultants, and Commander Unspent. Thank you all for following us, and we look forward to interacting with you, and hopefully you guys can join the Discord so we can talk with you some more. I think I, I, think I recognize a couple of those names in the Discord, so 
I'm still learning who everybody is in the Discord, so until I get everybody down, don't don't hate on me because I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of dumb anyway. So, yeah. um. <laughs> well, I mean that's the whole reason, like for me, why I kept my same name across everything. Like anything you want to find me on, I'm at Dravenos. So. Yeah. Or Dravenos 13, because sometimes Dravenos is taken by somebody who's not the true Dravenos. I'm going to spend some time finding or making Dravenos accounts on every damn thing I can find. I swear to God, I will murder <laughs> you in your sleep. <laughs> uh, we actually have another um, review on iTunes. Ooh. Uh, so now we're sitting on 11 ratings. And Hell they, yes. Uh, this is from Roughneck underscore six. Who says, great elite talk show, great discussion on all things elite, definitely a, a source of good notes for elite enthusiasts. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Roughneck underscore six. Well, thank you, Roughneck. And uh, if any of you haven't, we don't mention this enough, but if any of you haven't left a review on iTunes, make sure you just go over there. It doesn't take much. Just, you know, a couple of a week. Just rate and review and subscribe, and it'll bump us up the list so that way more people can find us and we can continue to grow this community. Speaking of which, have you done a search recently on iTunes to see where we're at? I have not for the principal fact that I'm not an iTunes reviewer, and I'm also one of those people that it's just like I, it's dirty to kind of go on iTunes and rate and review your own show. Right. No, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't thinking about that. I was just like... I track my, I track like so. What I do is I pull up iTunes every now and then and just do a search for elite. Oh, I've done that podcasts. before. I've yeah. it in like three weeks, I think. So, but I, yeah, I've I've done it before. I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh no, I haven't looked at what people is, but I have. Yeah. This is not recently. Um. So let's do the show now. So I think that takes care of all of our business, doesn't it? But you didn't say where we were at on the iTunes rankings, sir. Oh, I, I. I <laughs> I can't actually look at the iTunes rankings because I, 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 I don't do that. But when I do the search, uh, we are right underneath Lave Radio. Lave, it's Lave I mean, Radio I'm, than us. So I'm pretty sure we've talked about that before. So I'm fine with this. Like, yeah. if we're second place to Lave Radio, I'm definitely done with that because those guys are awesome. Yeah. Um, and this is also another plug for Lave Radio that we do, like, weekly. So. Speaking of which, they um, I, I, I do want to say this too. Um, Lave Radio does, for those of y'all that don't know, Lave Radio kind of sponsors a uh, convention over in England every year called LaveCon. And tickets went on sale yesterday or earlier this morning in England. Oh, wow. And uh, according to Alec... Alec Turner, who's another friend of the show. I'm, I feel like I'm just name dropping over here, by the way. <laughs> well, I mean, these are all people with it in this community, though, and we all support each other. And both of them have gotten shout outs via the feature commander. So, yeah, I, I kind of feel like a complete dick just name but, dropping no, over here. But anyway, yeah, I wouldn't say that, though, because like they've. Okay, I'm not going to say nobody from Labor Radio has been on this show yet, but Alec Turner, you did that interview with him on saturday which by the way sorry i couldn't make it was at work yeah, yeah but it was also a very good interview thank you thank you i felt like i mean and thanks again to alec for joining us by the way but he told me today that the tickets went on sale at 1900 so seven so seven o'clock he had his by, by 703 and they were sold out by 708 holy <laughs> fuck. um and then um Karen, the LaveCon organizer, 
Um, he, he sent me a, 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 a quote from her that said, First batch of LaveCon Gold Platinum tickets is sold out in 20 minutes. There will be a second batch of tickets early in the new year once I have sorted logistic volunteer roles. Camping tickets, will, camping tickets will also be in the second batch. Bronze silver tickets will be up tomorrow. Please do not panic. Buy a silver or bronze ticket if you really want a gold platinum one. We are not able to upgrade a ticket once you will lose your booking fee. And you will lose your booking fee if, you, if we refund you. We are not likely to sell out of silver bronze tickets. If you have a disability or health reason that you need a stand hotel rather than elsewhere, then please do contact me to discuss this. You can contact me. On admin at hshw. Let me, let me say this again, that way I can get it right. Admin at hwsevents.co.uk. I am more likely to see this via see this than via Facebook Messenger. Uh, so it sounds like they're going to have another round of tickets uh, in the in the new year. So that's that's pretty cool. It also sounds like they're going to sell out really quick. So keep your eye on that if you plan on going to it. You know, every year I try for BlizzCon tickets and uh, they sell out like within two minutes or some shit. Right. And they have like I don't I don't I don't, I don't know exactly how many seats they have. But I think last time I heard they had like 20,000 seats or some shit. And I have no idea how big the place is for LaveCon. Like I've I've never been there. I have no idea. But I'm I think I'm actually gonna try to get tickets this year, man. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, I I I was wanting to try the first round, but um, I think I'll have to just pay more attention. And try to get try to do the second round. <laughs> but uh, good luck, sir. I know. God's I know. I, uh, leave it to me to start trying to do it whenever it gets ridiculous to try to get a ticket. So <laughs> you got you gotta be a real flat real fast clicker. So. But uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, so what have you been up to in game? I've been seeing you still playing some Red Dead. Uh, but of I did course. see you in Elite the other night. Um, but I didn't get a chance to talk with you. What are you uh, What are you working on in Elite? Anything major? Uh, nothing really. Just, you know, making sure I collect my arcs. And, uh, because, you know, we get those bonus arcs. And uh, hopefully all of our listeners have been doing this daily to get those. Uh I haven't done a whole lot in it just for the principal fact that, like, I don't have a lot of time right now. Mm -hmm. And Elite is one of those time sinks to where it's just like you can't hop in, play for five minutes, be done with something, and get out, you know? Right. Like, uh, for example, like, if we if we want to compare it to Red Dead, which I've been playing a lot of, like, you can hop in, catch a fish, and then be done for the night. You can't necessarily do that in Elite. If you park yourself in a paint zone, you can mine one or two paint asteroids in five minutes you know but i don't have a ship <laughs> for that, so. you do not have yeah, a ship that... just right well you do got that got a t9 you got the, yeah, but yeah. i have the t9 don't you diss me sir <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know, it'll take you four hours to turn it but you know <laughs> but um i'm just over talking yeah, shit like... and I'm, I'm flying in a damn cutter right now so <laughs> <laughs> you traitor <laughs> sort of but um no, it's like I'm just hopping in, trying to get into, like, a feel for it again and seeing it how it runs on an external. But I haven't done a whole lot. Uh, this weekend is when we're really going to, like, stress test and see how it goes for external and all that. Well. But, but yeah, we're, 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 we're gearing up for this live stream, man. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to play with you guys, the listeners. And, uh, yeah. So, um, I... I have been, I've been farming up mats still to kind of finish maximizing the vet. Uh, 
by swapping over to to rail guns and plasma cannons and i'm one week away from getting um uh prismatics on that thing which is something i've been putting off doing uh, but i'm one way, one week away from getting well i guess i'm like a week and a day but uh hopefully I'll have, depends on how much time you put into it well I'm, I'm hoping to have prismatics by before friday that way the sidewinders take a lot longer to, to do shit to me oh so. no sir you're not allowed <laughs> to have prismatics against a bunch of sidewinders i forbid it Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Prismatics reinforced high cap. No damn way we're going to take you down. (laughs) I'm curious how long it would actually take, like, a whole bunch of of sidewinders, you know? All right. So you said unengineered sidewinders, correct? Yes. You didn't say anything about, like, upgrading the weapons if we can. Okay. We're going to allow swaps to different weapons. All right, right, cool. But okay, but, so you can upgrade your side one just unengineered. You're un-engineered. not allowed to have things that like do bonus damage against shields or corrosive or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like weapon swaps are fine as long as they are not or anything any upgrade to your ship like going from a D rating to an A rating, fine. Right. Just no engineered upgrades. Right. Now, the idea here is to not kill me in five minutes. <laughs> the idea is to have the fun killing me in a while. kill him in three minutes. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I want to last a little while, so. Uh, and we may have to, because I don't want to have to go too too far down in rebuys. We may have to instigate a, uh, a uh, uh, like a rule about, you know, Stop shooting at twenty five percent or something or something like that. Okay, well, how's about we put it, how's about we put this on it too though? Are you gonna have SLFs? Oh yeah, <laughs> have SLFs and let's just say you take me down because I am part of the podcast. Am I allowed to then multi crew with you and take a part of one of your SLFs? So here's what I was thinking. I was thinking about this because I actually have I actually have turrets on that thing. So I was kind of considering. Letting you either A, run the turrets, or B, run the guns, whichever, or run the guns or run the, or run the uh, fighter, or, if you wanted to, uh, uh, Jesus, my dog just barked right outside my window. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, just, 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 I, I had the idea of, like, hey, go get some beams, and, uh, Go put regeneration on them and just fly right underneath me in a sidewinder. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it dirty style. So. All right. So that's the question then is, Ty, what side am I starting on? Am I starting in the Corvette with you or am I going to be a part of the crew? What do you want? Well, I mean, do, do, you, do you just feel like you want to just take me down or do you want to uh, or do you, do you want to play support, man? I mean, it's going to be fun either way, and but but seeing as how this is kind of like a challenge to our v- listeners, I, I feel like I should be on the side of trying to take you down, but me being a sidewinder too, trying to defend you, if that makes sense. So I kind of like the idea of you running a sidewinder with my ship launch fighter, with my with my with my vet. I mean, I I feel like I could take like a like like twenty sidewinders at that point. So. <laughs> We'll see. I don't know, guys. Like, uh, send us tweets, send us messages in the Discord. See what how you want to do it. Do you want me to be on the side that tries to take Ty's Corvette down, or should I be there with Ty and we should band together because we are pilot co-pilot? 
Yeah, I, I, I got to tell you, man, like, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, oh, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be like, so good. I, I, I really hope, like, flying through the asteroid field with all these people flying around me, I really hope it feels like like a like a big, epic Star Wars space battle, you know? Oh, my God. That's what it, I want it to feel like. <laughs> but the thing, okay, so the biggest question is, is, like, how do we start this off? Do we just go into a minefield and then, like, it's like okay like a duel kind of like do we go 20 kilometers away and go okay turn and then everyone turns and then here we go or is no, it one of those things where no, you get there and it's just like all right here we go here's what we're gonna do because i've thought about this i'm gonna go um to an asteroid field and then uh we'll have someone else kind of be like the wing leaders of the of the sidewinder groups we'll make sure we're in the same instance first of all um, and then we'll start off, well, let's fly far enough away to where I'm not on sensors. And because part of it will be the hunt, you see, <laughs> I mean, uh, granted, hunting a big ass ship like that's not going to be that hard to do. Probably <laughs> it's not, not. Like you can hide behind an asteroid. <laughs> probably not. And I'm certainly not going to be running in, uh, in silent mode because it's going to take 45 minutes for my shields to region. So, um, but anyway, uh, I, uh, I, I, when we when we actually get in the group and we actually start talking with everybody, we'll kind of have an idea of like what everybody wants to do. As far as or we'll, we'll get some input for some other people as far as exactly how we want to do that. Cause I, I want to make sure that I want to make sure my vet lasts a little longer than five minutes, you know. But I also want to have fun doing it. So anyway, uh, moving on. So let's get um, this news here. Yep. So last week we we don't have a whole lot of news this week, but we do have we do have a couple things I want to kind of go into, and we do have um, a couple of emails I want to read. Um, everybody knows it's been five years of Elite, and um, Frontiers you know doing their celebration, uh, thirty five years of Elite and five years of Elite Dangerous. Uh, so. They had a great big live stream Monday or Tuesday where they kind of went through and they talked about everything. Like it was two hours or something like that. that they, uh, I want to say, I want to I say Paige went through and actually talked about everything. So, um, I just want to go through and hit the highlights here. Um, so in 2014, Elite Dangerous launched and throughout 2014, they introduced a bunch of new features. Community goals allowed the whole Elite Dangerous community to work together towards goals which influenced the wider galaxy. See, that's kind of crazy to me because I don't even remember when they put in community goals. Like, I thought they were always in, but they weren't. Neither do I. Like, it's, oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It just uh, feels like such a central part of the game. Yeah. Um, wings enable pilots to fly together and share the rewards and joint efforts. Um, although this is before wing missions, so keep that in mind. Um, and then they put in power play, uh, ushering in an age of commanders being able to pledge allegiance to one of the many galactic powers, battling for interstellar, interstellar conquest, power, and control. And as a result of that, the dangerous games, a new player-created power was introduced, Yuri Grum. Which, um, I remember that. That was, that was a really interesting time as far as, like, uh, the players players participation 
Unfortunately, I was kind of out of the loop on a lot of that when it was happening because uh, I was so focused on trying to get to the Anaconda. <laughs> uh, this, I think that was before the, uh, the vet actually released. So. Um, fearless pilots embarked in gladiatorial combat uh, they were in CQC. That's when they released CQC. I remember I, that coming out, and I was like super hyped for it when it happened. I don't remember this game. I thought CQC was only like two year, two three years old, but I guess it's clearly I'm clearly wrong about that. But since launch, yep, kinda, kinda, yep. Um, and apparently in 2014 is also when they put in the Starport interiors, like the different, because usually they just had like the old, there was only, when the game launched with only one, like the kind of yellow, kind of default looking one that you see probably most common. Just pretty much like a standard Coriolis. Right. And then it, I remember when they put it in, but I did, I really thought it was after Horizons, but clearly I am wrong about that. Like, it's so weird how time kind of meshes with your memory, you know? I was about to say, it's kind of weird how your memory works, huh? Yeah, yeah, or lack thereof. <laughs> um, then in 2015, they are at the end of 2014. They announced Horizons, which was the planet, the ability to land on planets, was the main thing. But 2015 is when it launched. Uh, planetary landings, engineers, uh, uh, the Hollow Me, uh, Thargoids. Yep. Uh, I mean that. That that was that's when all that stuff kind of started with the uh, well the the that's when it all kind of came to fruition with the with the barnacles and all that stuff you know yep and then um, throughout the, then in 2018 they uh, released Beyond um, and that's when they kind of looked back at the core features and they read they kind of refined them, redend them. This was broke, broke, broke down into four different chapters. Uh, chapter one is where they, uh, they went, how do I want to, how do I want to phrase this? Um, well, that was when they, 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 they kind of redid the planet services. They, they got rid of like the standard kind of beige or gray and they had the reds and the, blues and the like all the different shades of dirt that they kind of put in on the planets which is kind of a negative connotation on how to say that but that's what they did the, um uh that's also when they released different covuses i remember that because um that's i was so happy to get rid of verity so <laughs> um the tech brokers the material traders opened up um that it's it's that's when they were able to actually, you're actually start trading materials instead of just being stuck with one particular thing. And I think it was around this time. I think it was right before this is when they redid engineers to make them to where they weren't, uh, completely random. They were actually decent. Um, but then we hit chapter two where they had the Thargoid scouts and, uh, Thargoids could buff and assist each other in combat, and they encroached more on human space to where you had, like, the repaired stations that needed repaired and Thargoid, random Thargoid attacks. Yeah, it was also, like, I remember this is about when I started killing Thargoid scouts so that I could, or started to kill some Thargoid scouts. I remember watching them, 
I can't remember which ones. I can't remember which ones buff what now. But you'd be almost killing one, and one of the, one of the, one of the healer ones would come up and heal that one. And I'm like, stop healing him. <laughs> I think it's the clouds buff the interceptors. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember exactly how it works now. I have to go look it up to be able to tell you. But <laughs> I, I I killed so many Thargoids. You think I'd, I I would remember that now? But but uh, then after that, they released more Guardian Mysteries with Chapter Three. I Which believe... gave us a bunch of good updates, especially like the FSC boost. Yep. This is also where we got the Guardian Fighters. Uh, and I believe this is when the Ramtaw missions came into effect. And if you haven't done the Ramtaw missions, go to his uh, system and do the Ramtaw missions. Uh, they're they're very interesting. They're kind of long, and they're a little complicated. But um, they kind of give you some some of the whole story of the Guardians. And they're they're very... They're very from a lore perspective, they're very much worth doing. Um, but then that kind of leads us into Chapter 4, which Ooh. that's where they put in squadrons. Um, that's where they overha- over, overhauled exploration with the FSS. And, they and over- mining. And mining. Um, which overall I think is good. Um you know, Lave Radio, they talked about the FSS and uh, the mining changes a lot. And they're, it sounds like most of them are kind of split on the FSS change. I personally like the FSS. Sort of. Um, I kind of agree with the point that they made about um, taking you out of the cockpit. Uh, and I don't know how you, I don't know how else you would have done that with the way the FSS is. Um I think to me, I think the biggest change I would like to see is make it to where your you could get a co-pilot in there or a crew member in there, and they can run the FSS while you fly the ship. Um, that sounds like a really good idea. And I feel like that that would be. I feel like that's something to me that that's a natural thing that should have implemented. And they they didn't. Um, and the other thing is, I would like to have seen them make it to where you can run the FSS or had the option to run the FSS somehow from the pilot's chair without actually having to switch modes and stuff. Cause I mean, you effectively can't control your ship while that's happening. So it's a little weird. Yeah. But it's also so much better than what it was. That it has to fly out to a planet to do things. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of split down the middle of it. I, I overall I think it was a good upgrade. I do think that, um, they could have, come up with a different way to do it and definitely let you let your crew member do it um you know on on that note they kind of missed an opportunity with an npc crew member that you could recruit who couldn't necessarily fly the uh fly the fighter but could be on board your um uh explorer ship that could run the fss and may not necessarily be able to launch uh, probes like let you still launch the probes like from the from the from from the cockpit but with but let them like you like like assign your crew member like your npc crew member to running the fss and you get in the system you honk and you have to fly a little bit away from the star and then maybe they have you know little icons hey turn here so i can get a better angle on this or something and then some time passes, and then you explore the system kind of thing. 
I think that would be. I think that's kind of a cool way to do it. I mean, it could have also been code limitations, as we've talked about in previous episodes. So. Yeah, and it's also very possible that it just was things that you know these are features they wanted to implement. They kind of had to you know back burner. Um, talking with Alec the other day, he made a made a very good point. He said. He says something like, um, you know, everybody who works at uh, FDev, all of them have a bunch of ideas on how to make the game better, but not all of them can do them. So we, we all have these ideas, but when you work on a project that seems like it's something small to do, but it may not take, you know, 50 people to do or whatever, or, you know, hundreds of man hours to do, well, you can't just decide to do this one thing because you have to, st- you have to keep with, keep with the project, so... You. Um, so I, I, I get that, um, but I've never really thought about it like that to, to some extent. And I think about my job too, about how there's certain things that I want to do, but anytime we want to make a change on certain things, it's a, it's like, well, all we want to do is just do this, and it's, yeah, but if you do this, then you got to do this, and if you do that, you got to do that, and if you do that, you got to do that. Next, you know, one little change is, you know six months worth of work so and it shouldn't be that way but that's that's how it is so anyway so uh, that kind of pushes over to 2019 um during 2019 that was where we saw the 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 new starter experience and also saw the potential for them adding racing rings into the game because let's face it we all want it give us racing rings we can deploy (laughs) from the dock oh my gosh um we also saw the docking computer, the advanced docking computer, and the super cruise assist, and then the pilot's handbook made it easier for commanders to get a better understanding uh, of how to do thing, of how to pilot the ship, and all that. And we also got interstellar initiatives, which, like for me, every single one that I've taken a part in, it's been a huge thing that, like, it's really easy to get involved with. Like, I don't know, when you do the interstellar initiative, you feel invested. And the rewards are cool too, because like the rewards, rewards like with the Golconda thing, it's like, well, let me back up. I don't think there's been an intercell initiative where we didn't get a, uh, a decal out of it. Has I think they've all gave us decals if you participated, um, right? No, because like some of the first few ones didn't have decals. Uh, I think the okay. de- the decals started with. I want to say they started with the blight thing, where we had to deliver goods to like take a part of that. Well, then what is the bridging the gap um, uh, uh, decal I have? Oh, I have oh, no, no, no. That that's the one where um, they made the mega ships that run on the weekly uh, thing from uh, human space to guardian space. Yeah, back. there you go. So there was that one too. So. Um, I believe three of the four of them gave us decals. But I, I mean, to me personally, though, I think they're awesome because they're multi-tier community goals, which yeah. it's awesome. Like, that's all I'm going to say about it. It's awesome. I like them. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about this infographic they released. If you haven't seen oh, this infographic. Jesus, it's so good. So choice. If you haven't seen this thing, I'll, I'll put it up into the uh, show notes in uh, our Discord. So... I don't, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, <clears throat> but I do want to spend some time here because there's a, there's a, some numbers here I find that are super interesting to me. 
You know, I mean, the first and foremost is the three most popular ships, which is a Cobra Mark III, yep. an Asp Explorer, and a Python. So which one of those did you find surprising? Uh, the Cobra. Mm-hmm. The Python's easy to see. The Python is easily the best you know, I mean, medium. That was, that was the medium ship to have before the crate came out. And the Python is still the better miner of the of the two because you get an extra class that extra slot. cargo slot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Asp Explorer, not shocking because as far as exploration ships, you have that or the Diamondback, and most people are going to go with the Asp because the Asp is you're, a little more sturdy. You're forgetting the Phantom. Yeah, I am, but a lot of people don't think about the Crate Phantom. Well, the Crate Phantom, yeah. the Crate Phantom just came out, and I believe the Asp still beats it by like one or two light years in jump range. And also let's mention too that, you know, the pilot has literally just started doing videos this year. So yeah. <laughs> uh, he, I feel like he's influenced a ton of people on the ships that they use. And next year, the three most popular ships could very well be a whole different ball game. Um, I'm, well, this is, this is based upon um, most of these numbers are based upon five years worth of data so i guess we'll have to wait five more years for more data but i'm hoping we get numbers like this every year going forward well i mean okay so if we're going for the past five years with this infographic which you know seems correct uh i mean the python makes sense because for the longest time it was pretty much the only medium ship before big ships that mm -hmm. had big ship capabilities and then you know starting out in the game i remember it's like the first ship you really look forward to is the cobra mark three like mm -hmm. that was the ship to get now i guess the asset floor just fits in there just because it's a simple it's not even a simple it's it's one of the best if not the best exploration ships out there well the now i don't know if another year is going to change these statistics or not but you know, it's just like you have to kind of look at this as it's one of those things where it's like these three ships are kind of like foundational ships. So is one year really going to make the Python get trumped? Probably not. But I will also say I'm, I'm, I would expect that the Cobra falls off there. Even though I know there's a lot of nostalgia for the Cobra and all that, I, I expect the Cobra to fall off. Yeah, but where, what's the what's the next step in ships after small ships though? Like the Cobra is like the first medium ship you get, ship you get you that where it feels like you can actually do something. Yeah, um, I definitely hear you there, but I, I don't know. I, I like I, think I feel like I... the either the Asp or the Python is going to fall off before the Cobra because for like newer players, granted, I know there's probably not going to be that many new players. But the Cobra's like your first like major stepping stone. You know, you that's a really good point because, you know, this this is based upon five years worth of data. Well, the the crate mark two. I mean, I see crates everywhere. Everybody mm -hmm. has a crate. I think it's entirely possible the crate replaces either the, the I think I don't know if it'll replace the Asp. The the Phantom will replace the Asp as far as Explorer, but I'm pretty. I'd be willing to bet money that the Python gets. Or falls off in lieu of the crate mark two before before the next five years is out. I'm I mean, saying this, and they're probably a crate mark three or Python mark two between here and I mean, there. Don't so. don't get it twisted. Like the <laughs> Python is an amazing ship. It's just 
Unless no, you're doing cargo on. runs, the pi the crate beats the python. Well, hold on a minute. The the python has one major glaring problem. And you're off center. That drives me insane. Oh, it drives me insane too. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand that but, shit. But like, here's the thing I'm trying to like make the point of is like the Cobra is like bottom tier medium ship, but no, it's the first major stepping stone. Cobra's because, a, like, Cobra's a small ship. Is it? Yep. I thought it was medium because like, well, either way, like the Cobra Mark III is like the major stepping stone. It's like once you get into here, that's where you really start making credits and that's where you can really start looking at bigger ships. Yeah. That was always the viewpoint and I feel like from everything I've read, it's still that viewpoint. Like if once you start the game, it's like just be in that sidewinder for a little bit and then get yourself a Cobra. Yep. Don't worry about the Eagle. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about just get, get yourself that Cobra. So, so, one, uh, so I'm going to blow through some of these numbers that are kind of meh, but there's like one, two, three numbers in here. I kind of, I, I do want to talk, talk, talk a bit about, okay. Hit it. So 4.7 million Thargoids eliminated for the safety of the galaxy. 200, over 200 million limpets Used limpets left in space in one that's, year. That's the one that interests me because it's only a year. But it's just like, if you're out on a mining adventure, like once your car goes full, what are you going to do with those limpets that are just going to float in there? Oh, I, I've I, every single time I get full on um, uh, void opals or paynot and I'm ready to just be done, I always dump my always dump my limpets because it well, saves your trip I, back. So. Yeah, well, no, no, this says used limpets, so these are limpets that are still active on the underside of your ship, not the ones oh, you dispatch from cargo. Oh, I got you. Okay. So these are limpets that are still able to collect, but, you know, it's just like one of the, it's one of those things to me where it's just like, that's an interesting one to include in here, because it's just like, well, what are we going to do with them after I'm done with them? Yeah. It is kind of neat. Um, so the minor factions with most presence in the galaxy is the Wolf... 406 Transport and Company with 240 in-game assets. And the SSL Interstellar PLC with million with 4 I think it's 4.3 excuse me 4.3 trillion, is that right? So a million that billion right. trillion. Yeah, 4.3 trillion Milky Way residents. Uh 66 million missions completed in 2019 alone for more than 4.9 trillion credits donated in charity miss missions. I guarantee you all 4.9 trillion of that is people trying to rank up. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, 20,919 squadrons created. I'm curious. How many of those were deleted? <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm with you on deleted. I'm also curious how many of those, just contain one or two people versus actually have a group of people. Yeah. Um, 6.6 .6 trillion total galaxy population. I assume that that's like NBC player population. I don't think there's 6.6 .6 trillion people playing this game. So. Nah, I doubt that. Yeah. Otherwise, Frontier would be a lot more, would be huge. It'd be. Yeah. I mean, they'd be bigger than Apple or Microsoft. I'm not, are, there, are there even 6 trillion people on the planet? There's only like six billion, right? I, I think that's yeah. I think you're correct yeah. on that one. Okay, so yeah, it's got to be <laughs> whoo retard moment there. <laughs> These are populated systems. Yep, yep. 
Um, so here are the numbers I find really interesting. Okay. Number one, the three most popular ships. Number two, the percentage of the galaxy explored, which I want to do that one last. And right. the longest distance traveled in a sidewinder, which was done by Commander Rincewind. C-Y-M-R-U. Thank you. Uh, at 167,277 light years. And I believe that this is the guy that circumnavigated the galaxy in a sidewinder. So he went all the way around the edge in a sidewinder. I think that's the guy. I should have I, I should have went and looked it up first, but uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a really long way in a, in a sidewinder. Do we think he A-rated it? I mean, he had to A-rate it, right? I, yeah, I would imagine so to get the jump range out of it, but now the big question is: Do, do we think he A-rated it and then threw in a uh, frame shift booster and then engineered the drive? No idea. Um, we'll have to contact him and try to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've already talked about three most popular ships, but the last number that I find so interesting is the well, before we go into that last number. Okay. Let's talk about the rebuy cost. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Almost seven trillion credits spent on rebuy costs, in which <laughs> I can't sit here and say I'm innocent of losing a ship or two, but good lord, those rebuy costs. Yeah, it doesn't help when uh, every time you, every time I die, I'm contributing twenty, twenty-five million, almost thirty million to that each time. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, anyways, yeah, let's go with that point zero four two percent of not even a half of a percentage explored. So I went and looked it up. Last year, that number was at point zero three something. I want to say it was like three eight or three five. So. Here's the here's here's my question for that number, okay? What is explored? Because used to before they did the FSS change, to me explored was went to the system honked and then left. I don't think that counts. I think that like it has to be discovered and scanned. See, I think now I think you're right. I think that I think that you have to FSS scan each each planet with the FSS before it's considered to be explored. Now, you might get credit for the star when you honk it or any other planets that are kind of nearby that you you auto discover. But I don't think you you have to think about and which I think this is something that a lot of people that go on these exploration missions forget about. Is not only do we have an X and Y axis, but we also have a Z axis and people forget to go above and below the galactic plane. Yeah. Well, I've been thinking about that, and I'm, I'm, I, I want, I would like to know exactly what they consider to be explored. I, I, I think that it's going to be a situation where they actually have to do the whole exploration thing, you know, uh, or actually have to do the whole FSS scan thing. But anyway, that's the that's the five years in review with Elite. Um, the other thing is that. Um, uh, I think I messed up on the link on this is that they are starting a um, well not starting but there is a live screen announcement thread um, and I was wanting to see if I could pull up what that or what it actually said on that because there was an announcement to go with that and I want to make sure I got there it is yeah um, 
So this is from Stephen Benedetti. First off, we'd like to give a big thank you to Commander uh, at Neil F for his great work over on the live stream announcement thread. Uh, we've decided to take the pressure off of Commander Neil F and create our own official thread for live stream announcements. You're going to be informed of our official live streams, then subscribe to our thread by clicking the watch option on the top of the right of this thread. If your notifications don't work for you for whatever reason, our live streams are typically found here, which is a YouTube link, streaming Mondays at 11, Thursdays at night at uh, 1900 UTC, YouTube, Twitch, and Mixer uh, links here as well. So basically, they just went through and said, hey, this is what we're doing. Um, that Commander uh, Neil F. guy, he's been doing the live stream announcement thread for like two years, three years now. I think he started back in September, somewhere around there, um, where, where he was actually putting up like when, when they were doing that. So it kind of stinks that now he, he, he's not going to be responsible for that. And, but good on FDIF for finally making a thread for that. So, um, kind of feel bad for that guy. Kind of, kind of losing his, uh, thing a little bit there, but it's kind of cool that finally, uh, FDIF is doing something like that. Um, next on the thing here, for those that just to remind everybody, it is still, festive countdown every day um, frontier is releasing new paints for different ships um, to go along with that make sure you're logging in every day to get your daily arcs um, and these arcs do not count towards your weekly total no they do not um, and it's a crap ton of arcs so far i think so far i think i've got like 800 i think it's 800 or a thousand extra arcs that i didn't have uh, so that's really cool um, and they're releasing some paints that only come around this time of year and they don't always come back every year so uh, a good example is like the chrome it's like the chrome cutter to my knowledge the chrome cutter has only been around once so um, I would recommend that if you have a cutter or another ship that you see a paint that you like go ahead and pick it up this year because you don't know when it'll be back around. Um, another example is the uh, Corvette Chrome. I've only seen that booger once um, and I don't know if it'll be back. So, um, but keep an eye on that. You can always check it out at uh, dlc.elitedangerous.com. Um, of course, you can always look at it at the in-game in -game store. Um... Next thing on this list is Drew Wagar is putting together a um, lore tour. Now, Drew Wagar, he's written a bunch of Elite Dangerous books. Um, he is also the guy behind uh, the Salome storyline. Um elite dangerous and uh he has he knows a lot about the elite about lore uh it's also kind of rumored that while he doesn't know where raxel is he definitely knows that it's in the game um he wrote reclamation uh i feel like he wrote something else that was very elite 
Yeah, you know more about the lore than I do, sir. Yeah. Um, oh. He's got a bunch of uh, novellas here. Uh, Status Quo, Mutabilis. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of them. But anyway, um, he's written a lot of stuff for Elite. He, he's, he's, he's very involved with the storylines of Elite. He's putting together a very cool lore tour. Um, so basically he's going to, he's, he's still trying to figure out where he's going to go. And the idea is that he would go out and probably live stream some stories around areas. Uh, theoretically, I would assume that they would go to the Formidine Rift and look at the, um, uh, general or the, uh, mega ship that's down there. That's basically abandoned at this point. Uh, this regards to the whole Salome thing. Um, he's putting it on, uh, there'll be a link in our discord in the show notes as to the forum page he set up. He also has a discord there, um, that he will, uh, trying to put it together. The, the organization about how he's going to do it. Um, like I said, I, I'm, I'm going to be joining the, the discord server so I can keep track of it. If he does some live broadcasts or does some YouTubes about some lore stuff, definitely follow it. Cause this man, this man knows the the elite lore a hell of a lot better than me. So, um, and that's kind of all the news for this week that I'm aware of. Do you know of anything else that I'm not missed? Uh, no, I do not. Um, I mean, we do have the whole thing about uh, FSD Guardian Friendship Tribes that you were going to talk about. So, a lot of people. Well, this is on Earn Your Wings this week. So, um. There's been a lot of folks that have joined Discord, and when I when the phrase uh, frameshift drive booster or guardian frameshift drive booster is mentioned, inevitably I hear, "What's that?" So it struck me as there's probably a lot of people who don't know what this is. So um, in our show notes, there will be a link to Commander Exegesis video along with. Uh, a link on the actual guide of what it is. So to give you an idea what this thing is, I'll, I'll go into it real quick. It is a device that you get from um, going out to the Guardian sites, and it boosts the range of your frameshift drive by uh, 10.5 light years for a Class 5, um, I believe, a, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, ten and a half light years for a class five optional module, nine and a quarter light years for a class four, seven and three quarters light years for a three, six light years for a two, and four for a one. So you can flat out boost your jump range by nabbing this. It's and, a pretty damn good boost, and I can tell you this from personal experience because Ty helped me get my FSD booster. So what you're going to need to, to get this is you're going to need a ship with a pretty good jump range and you're going to need, um, oops, sorry. I didn't mean to play that video guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, you're, you're going to need a, a, a ship that has an optional internal module. You're going to need a ship with a pretty good jump range and, um, you're going to need, I would recommend putting a uh, a couple of uh, point defenses on the top of the utility slots of the ship. 
And I would recommend doing it in a Diamondback Explorer because you can take a Diamondback Explorer and you can land pretty much right in the um, the uh, the Guardian uh, settlement. So what you're going to do is you're going to first uh, get your ship, and I, like I said, you can kind of outfit it however you want. Just make sure you have a you have a um, one or two um, SRVs and point point defense turrets is what you're mainly going to need there. Okay. So the system you're going to be going to is can't remember it right now. I'm trying to remember it. A brain is falling. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Try to remember it. Um, I believe it is the Sinu, like it is the Sinu. I, I'm not gonna be able to pronounce this. Sinufe FCY B48-3 system. So um, you're gonna go there, and it's 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 about 800 light years away. So it, it's 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 a jump. It's a trip just to get out there, okay? And you're going to go to the... Um, I'm sorry. That is not the right system. It is HD 63154. There you go. Yeah, sorry. Brain fart there. Uh, HD 63154. Um, and the planet is B3A. Once you get out there, it'll take a little while for you to get to it because it's it's want to say it's about a hundred thousand light years from the uh, jump star once you get there when you get kind of close to the system or kind of close to the planet you'll see a, a point of interest called guardian structure and you're going to want to land at believe at the north east side of the structure and all this is all this is detailed better in commander exegesis video but when you land there, you're going to deploy your SRV. And you're probably going to get some errors saying you can't land here, but you're going to kind of, you're going to have to get very precise about where you land. But when you land, if you have point defense turrets mounted on the top of your ship, the sentries that spawn and shoot missiles at you, your point defense turrets will shoot the missiles down, which is ridiculously use, use, useful. It makes the words really easy. When you get there, there's um, a bunch of things you can shoot and scan. Shoot everything, scan everything, collect everything. You're going to be in your SRV to do this. What you're targeting to get, however, is going to be 21 Guardian power cells, 21 Guardian technology components, 24 focus crystals. In the middle of all this, you will find a altar, and oh, not in the middle, at the toward the far west side, you're going to find an altar, and there's like an X on the ground. When you're driving around, you'll probably find something called an ancient core. Put one of these in, in into your cargo bay. You only need one though. Um, you also will probably find some pylons now when you shoot the when you can when you drive around a little bit can i get close to them the pylons will slowly rise out of the ground and in the middle of them is kind of like a little blue glowy thing and you shoot the blue glowy thing with your srv 
and it slowly kind of powers up. And as it powers up, um, you probably have to dump some extra energy into your weapons. But as it powers up, eventually you'll get a big, tall light beam shooting out of the top. And then you'll get a timer. And when the timer starts, that's when you need to go find another pillar. And in the video, it has like a, like a little drawing of where all the pillars are. And what you do is you just drive around. I believe there's six pillars total. There's two at the front by the altar. And there's four lying around inside of the guardian ruins. Leave the two at the altar for last. But once you get the four out there and every time you do one, you'll, you'll get more time added. So, and as long as you're not just dawdling around, you'll have plenty of time. So you, um, when you get down to the last two, drive up there to the top, shoot the last two, you'll probably get some more sentry spawn. Feel free to shoot them and then drop your, you got to be right over your, the exits on the ground and you go to your inventory screen on the right side panel and you jettison the ancient core. And then when you jettison it, it'll go down into the ground and then the orb will sp uh, spawn out of the altar. And um, after it spawns out of the altar, you'll use your data link scanner to scan it and then you get the guardian module blueprint segment. So once now you probably won't get all of the extra ingredients the first time you're there. So what you're going to do is you're going to, you're going to board hop after you do one flop, uh, go back over from whatever you're in to solo. If you're in solo, go to private group. If you're in private group, you know, go to open flop in between all three. Be careful about being an open though, because Historically, gankers will sit at these sites. I don't think they do so much anymore. I've been out there and open and have never seen one, but just be aware that they that they can be there. But you'll have, you'll have to do some board hopping to get around to the different to where you can get enough of the module components, the power, the guardian power cells and technology components. Um, and once you get all of them, then you're ready to head back. Because the other thing you're going to need is some HN shock mounts. And when you get back to the bubble, you'll have to find a mission with, I believe, a technology station, which you can find down on EDDB fairly easily or in the galaxy map. And then do a, do a mission or two for get yourself eight HN shock mounts. And then you have all the mats you need to be able to get the Guardian Frame sh Shift Drive Booster. And... You can get, you can pick this up in Shinrata, in um, Tarir, uh, all the way out in Colonia. I don't know why you'd want to do it there, but you can. Um, there's a bunch of stations that you can get this at, and you do this at the technology broker, and you just—it's just like buying anything else. You just, you just exchange it. Once you've exchanged it, you then go into your. Um, because this was another issue I was told where someone said, well, I did all that, but I didn't, I didn't get it. And that's because they didn't go to their outfitting screen and look for uh, FSD boosters and then actually equip one in their optional modules. That was the last step they skipped. Mm -hmm. um, 
So make sure you do that. And then, you know, welcome to having, you know, seven, nine, ten, whatever the whatever size of module of extra light years free to just jump off of. And um, I have I have the ten slot on all of my ships. I had the I had the five the class five on all of my ships, with the exception of my minor because I don't really care on the minor. <laughs> I don't really care if it takes a little longer on the minor to get places. Um, and I know this was a little bit longer than your typical earn your wings this 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 week, but I wanted to make sure that there was some understanding of how to get the frame shift drive booster. There is Commander Exegius on YouTube has a really good step-by-step -step guide. Uh, this is this is the guide I use to find it. Um, and that link will be in our show notes that uh, in our Discord. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Sounds like you pretty much covered it, just like you did when you uh, trained me on how to get it. Yeah, and, and me and you, we did that, I want to say back in October, I believe. And it only took like what two days to do it? Not but, even. It took us. It took a night. Yeah. It it it. I think I think we took. I think we spent an evening flying out there, and then we spent an evening actually doing it. But that was before your jump range was was decent. So. <laughs> well, now it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. We have a couple emails to read here. One is a very short email from Commander. Cobalts, Cobalts. Um, what's the best ship? I'm new and want the best ship. What's the best one? That's a very tough question. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty rough. Um, like I, I, I responded to him, and then I thought about it, and then I was like, well, that's not a very good response. So I wanted to answer it on here. Um, it depends what you're doing. Because uh, there's, there's really there's there's not a wrong the only way you can be wrong about any ship is if number one you don't like it don't fly something you don't like you don't enjoy flying um, and number two <clears throat> um, you know uh, mainly make sure whatever ship you're in is it has enough slots to where it's outfitted to what to what you're wanting to do I mean the sidewinder can do everything in the game so but is not the best at doing everything in the game. Uh, pretty much for void opal mining, pretty much the best void opal miner in the game is basically the Python right now. Uh, I think that's pretty much undisputed. Um, you could argue the crate is just as good for certain things, but I, I still think the Python with the extra uh, optional slot makes it to where you have the extra cargo space to do more void opal mining. Uh, for paint out mining, the cutter is king. Um, actually for any sort of cargo running, the cutter is king, um, for PVE combat, the, uh, Anaconda and the, um, uh, vet are pretty much Kings for PVE con combat for PVP con combat. <sighs> the Fertilance is pretty much the best. I hate to say it. Um, but I mean, there's all kinds of builds where people have made, Ships that wouldn't necessarily be good, be good in different realms. So, the best thing I can tell you there is experiment. Don't be afraid to experiment. No, uh, no, just have fun and try different builds. I mean, if anything, with the pilot's videos, 
Uh, the reason why I cite him on this is because, like, every ship review he does, he tries to do different things with the ship that he's in to see if, if it fits another role better. So, yeah. And, you know, to kind of go along with that is, is, um, like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to tell it now. The ship that I have the most fun flying, like, the most fun is the is the ship launch fighter condor <laughs> i love to i love to just fly that thing it's so much fun it's so fast it's so maneuverable it's just it's just a fun little ship i love to tear down uh really tight uh uh, uh canyons and stuff on planets in it i love to fly through stations and stuff in it i love the the, the condor fighter but I have to have other ships to be able to actually be able to use it. So, okay. <laughs> um, but you know, there's just basically find a ship that you, that you enjoy flying and just stick with that. That's the best yeah. thing I can tell you. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I mean, another answer to this question though, too, is just like, we've asked this in our discord and a lot of people are just like, I, everybody, Answers is just like depends on what I'm doing. Certain mm-hmm. ships I just like for certain things. Other ships I like for other things. Um, and you know, like I said, the best thing I can tell you to do is is experiment and you know, don't be afraid to be wrong. Um, and you know, hop in our Discord. There's a bunch of people with a bunch of different uh, uh, opinions and help to where we can steer you the right way. Um. Got one more email I want to read. This wasn't actually in the show notes, but I, I wanted to read it. Because um, I already responded to it. I just wanted to uh, read it in here real quick. This is from Michaels. Um, he wrote us last week, I believe. Um, Hello, my name is Michaels. I played for five hours, did the three initial tutorials, grabbed a mission to get some data or container or whatever, went, away, went way out, then somehow blew up, couldn't move, and sparks everywhere. The user interface is kind of complex and confusing. Figuring out how to travel to somewhere and do something. Any tips for newbies? Got my I got my ship and upgraded it slightly. Blew up. Now I have 400 credits and am afraid to leave the dock. Uh, what are good safe missions for newbies? I am the newbie. I am at the newbie base where you start out, Dromo or whatever it is. Love the podcast. Maybe you should have a newbie on sometimes. Uh, confused and afraid in San Jose, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, I mean, in that starter sidewinder, the, I'll just say this, like, in that starter sidewinder, like, don't be afraid to do them because if you don't upgrade it, dude, that's a free ship. You can blow up as many times as you want and do whatever you want. Um... But yeah, there's no reason to be afraid if you're just in a starter sidewinder with nothing upgraded. Like at that point, that's your learning curve. And <clears throat> I would also recommend doing the new user tutorials that were added this year. We talked about that earlier because when me and Ty started playing, we didn't have that. We pretty much had to figure out all the stuff on our own. Um, but yeah, the world is your oyster at this point. Uh. I don't know if slave missions and uh, what's what's the what's the what's the the system. Rubago. Oh no, no! no you, I don't even get out there in a in a. God, that's it's, sucks, um, that's that's how I started. 
Yeah, you're going to have to upgrade your... I mean, so the way I started, I, I didn't even do missions. I actually did just flat-out bounty hunting. Ooh. And I flew out to the uh, uh, the nav the nav beacon in the system and actually uh, uh, hunted, wanted, hunted, wanted NPCs there. Um, so that's what I did. And... You know, the last thing I can tell you is, man, is like hop into our Discord and then holler at the people in there and holler at me. And then we can set up a time where we can sit down and walk you through stuff. Like, because I know if you kind of sit down and have someone, oh, to do that, you go over here. To do that, you go over here kind of stuff. If you sit down with us and you we start walking you through some stuff, even if you're on PlayStation or something, like you can be in Discord on your phone or whatever, and we can still walk you through how to do stuff. So, uh-huh. um, uh, in fact, I was uh, talking with uh, uh, Devo Looter the other night, and um, he was on Discord on his phone while I was uh, uh, on PC, and he was playing on his uh, PlayStation. So it was kind of cool how. You know, we're like basically on four different systems there, and it's all working together. So, so, um, sorry, my girlfriend came in there for a second. There, she's still sick. Had to. Am I muted? No. Uh, you're cutting it out. Okay. Well, sorry. <laughs> anyway, so, so, um, yeah, the best thing I'd recommend to you, Mike, is that, uh, you know, number one, thanks for listening. Number two, hop in our discord and, uh, we can, we can walk you through stuff because have it trying to figure out where, what you've seen, what you've done versus, um, which you haven't seen, like being able to talk real time, even if it's just in text chat, would be more helpful than trying to do it through email. So definitely hop on our Discord, and we can. We'll, I, I'll be happy to help you out. Um, I'm sure Draven knows will. Oh yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, Commander Kai, Commander uh, Tracks. Um, these guys are kind of um, in our in in our uh, channel the most. Uh, both of them are very helpful, very friendly. I mean, maybe not Kai, but you know. <laughs> I'm pretty no, sure I'm anybody kidding. within I'm our disc. I'm pretty sure that anybody within our disc would. Yeah. Would be no. willing to be a new player and get you, know, get you on, get 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 you, get you earning your wings. You know, and, and and we have some people that are that are very new to the game, that are still learning. So, um, I mean, I, I'm still learning some things too. So, uh, definitely hop on, and we can. Uh, I'd, I'd be happy to sit down with you and help you help you through some stuff. So I just, you know, just need a time and a way to communicate with you, bud. Be happy to help you out. But I think that's actually all I have for the show. Do you have anything? I mean, you know how I'm going to end it. Well, let me, let me say no this real quick. Okay. Um, number one, if you guys haven't done so, go and check out, uh, uh, twi- uh, Dravenos' tri- Twitch. Um, yeah, okay. He uh, is a really good bass player, and uh, I don't 
he he does a, a he does a fair amount of streaming. He streams some uh, Red Dead Redemption, which I try to avoid that because I'm trying to avoid spoilers at the moment because I'm no one behind him. Well, <laughs> I mean, with the December thirteenth update, it kind of there's a there's a graphics error with the single player. So if you see me streaming Red Dead Redemption two, I am streaming multiplayer currently when I stream that game because I can't play single player. So there's that. But yeah, I stream uh, Rocksmith. Uh, you'll occasionally catch me streaming Rocket League as well. And uh, this weekend, I'm actually going to try to hop on and stream some Elite and start getting some hype up for that. So you can check it out at twitch.tv slash Dravenos. That is D-R-A-V-E-N-O-S. But what time do you think you're going to stream and play? Because I'm going to hop in there with you and we'll... Uh, uh, I mean, usually it's probably going to be around 8, 8.30 Eastern time. So... For those of you that are on Central Time and think that Central Time is the most important time, that's 7.30 your time. I didn't name it Central. <laughs> I'm just saying. So. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, uh, after tomorrow, I will be off of my job until January the 2nd, so we are going to try to squeeze in some earlier hours on all of that. Uh I can't say the times or anything on that because like I'm, this is literally going to be a week and a half where I try to like catch up on a lot of things I'm behind on, but we are going to try to throw in a lot of streaming during the daytime on that. So hopefully some of our European listeners will be able to check it out. Uh, other than that. Yeah. Like uh, really looking forward to the after Christmas stream and looking forward to taking down Ty in a sidewinder. <laughs> Um, a couple of uh, notes, our programming notes here is, well, let me just say this. Number one, um, we, I mean, I brought up Tracks tonight. Is uh, He has a podcast as well about uh, audio equipment and guitars and stuff. Uh, it's called uh, The Tone Control, and you can check him out at the thetonecontrolshow.com. Uh, Hell yeah, like, Trax is a super good dude, and he knows his stuff. Uh, he's actually enabled us to really equalize out our sound. Yep. Uh, made, made the show sound a hell of a lot better, and he did uh, the intro music, and uh, actually made it to where it actually fades in and stuff, which is shit I didn't know how to do, so... <laughs> Well, can was, we talk about that intro music just one more time? Because oh. we can talk about it all the time, okay? <laughs> dude, dude. I walk around humming that. All right. <laughs> no choice. Um, other thing is, uh, again, there won't be a show next Thursday, but there will be one, uh, the live broadcast next Friday. If you can't make the live broadcast for whatever reason, we will, I will convert it over to a uh, MP3. It probably won't be out the same day. It'll probably be out like Sunday or something. Um, and release it as a podcast for better for worse that's how it is but you should really join because you can win a steam game so and i mean also uh, on that note though like because i stream pretty regularly like if you ever come check me out and if i'm ever streaming a lead or anything like that like i'm one of those people where it's just like i don't have a large viewer base so you know if you guys want to play with me while i'm streaming elite then by all means or if you want to play a different game that i'm playing at that point in time by all means uh, but I think that's about all I got, man. You have anything else? Well, you know, for Christmas, I'd really like you to fly without a rebuy. Yeah. Or don't fly without a rebuy. I worded that very poorly. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> for Christmas, I think you should fly with rebuy money. 
So hopefully Santa Frontier will give that to you. All right, we're done. <laughs> All right, man. Fuck that up that bad. That's, that's almost about as Boogle. <laughs> oh, Boogle. Right. I will never right. forget those days. All right, we're getting out of here for it gets crazy. <laughs> have a good night, guys. Or, and have, hopefully the rest of you have a happy holiday. Yeah, about, yeah. If everybody's celebrating Christmas coming up. Uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, everybody who's not celebrating Christmas, whatever holiday you celebrate, have a happy one. So... Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think anything negative about anybody who celebrates any other holiday. Just be good to each other. So, amen to that. Yep. Anyway, see you guys next Friday. Embrace the chaos, peeps. 